Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Welcome to SEM Synergy. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Bruce Clay, here with Mindy Weinstein and Virginia Nussi. First, I'd like to give a little background about who we are and what the show is about. This could, in theory, be the first time you've ever heard SEM Synergy, or perhaps it would be the 148th time you've heard it. Uh, We did record from 2008 to 2011. We broadcast 147 episodes of SEM Synergy here on Webmaster Radio and iTunes, Our last episode actually aired back on November 17th, 2011. Yeah, and that's when we took a little break. And it's what happened is kind of like what happens when you like just miss one week at the gym. You know, you're totally in this routine. You've been going to the gym for years, like three times a week. You're you're on top of your game. And then like the holidays come by and you have some people in town and you, you know, don't go, and then your your routine is ruined, and then, like, you know, years later, you're like, man, I used to be in such good shape. So I feel like that's what happened to us here on SEM Synergy. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but now we're back. We're in the studio again. We're going to be returning to our weekly show. Uh, and if you're new to the show, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, for those of you who don't know uh, me, my name is Bruce Clay. I've been doing SEO since uh, way back in January 1996. I speak at about a dozen conferences a year, wrote two books, um, run an international uh, network of offices supporting five continents. We're pretty busy. And uh, we're based out of Southern California. And in terms of uh, your perspective on the industry, it's it's interesting to note that Google didn't come around till 1998. So yeah, beat Google by about three years, which is uh, in internet years that's like forever. Right. Okay. So um, as far as what we cover on this show, because I know Webmaster Radio has a lot of great shows, and and um, we hope that. You'll tune into us every Wednesday at 11 Pacific. But what we do is we kind of talk about, you know, well, as the name suggests, synergy, like how the different um, pieces of the Internet marketing puzzle kind of all help and boost your brand. And, um, you know, we've always got stuff to talk about with this industry we're in because... Google and Bing and Facebook give us so much to talk about, you know, with algorithms, penalties, tools, and features always changing. And then, of course, we also love to invite experts on the show. I've interviewed a lot of people from, you know, Danny Sullivan to Matt Inman from The Oatmeal. He's been on the show. Ben Huff from I Can Ask Cheeseburger. You know, kind of just giving us some of their tips and strategies and perspectives and... um yeah, 
So anyway, oh, one of the first guests we'll have on the show here is going to be Dwayne Forrester, and you might know him as Bing, uh, Bing's outreach guy for webmasters. And um, Bruce and Dwayne have been traveling the country on a road show, um, search and social road show. It's interesting stuff, so we'll learn more about that later. But um, oh, we should also introduce Mindy. She's new to the show. That's one. Thing that's changed. So, I this, well, this is Mindy, and I am very excited to be part of the show now. Now, I'm the SEO manager at Bruce Clay, and I have been in SEO for quite a few years now as well. So, it's an exciting industry because it always changes, that's for sure. And you also have like background in content marketing, especially too, right? Right. For me, I actually got my start in SEO with the content side. So several years ago, I started as a SEO copywriter. Then I worked with a web content team and the SEO team. And then I met Bruce Clay. And um, so now I'm the SEO manager, like I mentioned. So yeah, I definitely know the content side and the marketing side and, of course, the technical side. And as the, as the show name uh, implies... We have been very strong in the fact that SEO at a technical level does interface with content and does interface with social and does interface with conversion. All of the various pieces of Internet marketing all do come together. They've been coming together for many, many years. Um, so we've been doing SEM Synergy now, as, well, as was said, from 2008 on. So we've been big advocates of the fact that synergistically uh, Internet marketing is actually bigger than any of the pieces. That kind of is a good transition into Panda 4. Panda 4. <laughs> um, have, we, have we got any opinions on that, Bruce? Well, I mean, every one of the things that I have run into is I haven't seen a lot of people that have been really seriously hit by it. Uh, we all hear the stories about how uh, light content or if all you're doing is uh, republishing other people's content, not even curating it, but just talking about it uh, at a just reprint level, that those kinds of sites got hit quite a bit. Panda 4 was supposed to be the kinder, gentler panda and was supposed to give a lot of small websites, small businesses, an opportunity to get back in the game. I know, uh, Mindy, you just did a um, sort of a webinar on it, right? Right. Yeah, I did a, a Google Hangout video about it, um, and that was just within a day or two after it was announced. So, I mean, at that point, we were still trying to see the repercussion of it. But, you know, one of the things I talked about was, um, you know, sites with either very little content or low-quality content. I mean, those were the ones that were likely to be impacted. And as you mentioned, I mean, we haven't seen a huge, you know, huge number of people that have been impacted by it. But I do know of a couple sites, and the ones that were, were affected by it, they had millions and millions of pages that were low quality. And I'm talking thin content pages, you know, things we identified before of like, okay, this is a problem waiting to happen. Um, those were the kinds that we saw get hit with Panda 4.0. I guess 
What's really interesting to me is when I started in the industry, well, maybe, which was uh, in 2008, um, like, one of the big tactics you could use to um, try to work your way up in the rankings was to add content. And so I saw we saw a lot of, like, website bloat, you know, as you just, like, picked keywords just to get some pages about that on your website. And you know, didn't really matter what the quality was. And then now here we are and, you know, I'm talking to the analysts and they're saying like, we've seen clients who have added a bunch of content to their site and we're not getting, uh, weren't getting any results from that. So now the strategy is to prune the content. It's an interesting flip. I think that, um, I mean, our approach has always been, for linking, let's look at linking as a component of this. The only way to get a good permanent link from somebody within your industry is to have content worth linking to. So we've always taken the approach of quality content. The thing that is different, as I think a lot of people know, is that there were uh, whole organizations created that did nothing but just generate the dumbest content on the face of the planet just to have keywords on their website. That is, you know, that's like gathering a whole bunch of inorganic, unnatural garbage links, expecting that those are going to help you. And it's it's turned. Exactly the same, and I think that's probably a good red flag. If If you see, like, a big mushroom come up of, you know specialty, this is all we do, and, you know, all of a sudden expect it to go away just as quickly. Well, I know it's interesting, too. I remember how I said, you know, I got my start on the content side years ago. So I'm talking, the, you know, pre-Bruce Clay life, so I'm putting that out there. But I remember um, article spinning was something that was brought up to me of, like, oh, it is so cool. There's these tools, these software programs you could buy, all you have to do is, you know, plug in your content, put in a bunch of words, you know, that could be switched out, and you have unique content. And I remember at that time, and that was before, you know, Panda and all these penalties, but, you know, that's where common sense comes into play, because my first inclination was, okay, well, yes, you have content, but what about that poor person that actually ends up on that page? You know, what good does that do you? And, um, I mean, I just think all the changes, I mean, they're all for the good. I mean, we're getting rid of all that junk. You know, let's make the Internet something that's worth going to all the time, which we do anyway, but something that we can get information and don't have to weep through all the bad bad junk out there. All right. I think we're all agreed here. And um, you've got, like we said, um, Mindy talks about this in a video hangout that we recorded and um, – you should check out our videos uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Bruce Clay Inc. There's other interesting content there. And in fact, we'll probably talk about some later in the show, but it's time for a break. So stay tuned with us here on SEM Synergy, and we'll see you in a second. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. 
Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at BubbleFast. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. So the new Google quality rating guidelines have been leaked. I don't know if leaked is the right word. No? I think Google doesn't really try to hide them as well as they used to. Uh, I've had the last three or four versions of them. Uh, The new version, I think, is called version 6. And it does seriously change uh, the way Google is looking at the quality of of pages uh, that show up in the search results. The primary goal of the rating guidelines are for human reviewers of Google search results to be able to provide feedback to Google that this page is what is appropriate and expected as a quality result for a particular query. And uh, the new guidelines really focus on uh, expertise and are you an authority, Uh, are you trusted, more so than uh, is it uh, lined up by intent or is it uh, a site that has great curb appeal or, you know, do you like it? I mean, the other guidelines seem to be more of a uh, would it satisfy a visitor 
on, on a core, you know, curb appeal kind of, a, of an approach, whereas this seems to really ask some underlying questions, uh, especially on expertise. Uh, for instance, in certain topics, it's hard to be an expert. I mean, you have to, medicine, I mean, you really have to be a doctor to be an expert. But if we're talking about baking a cake, there could be a whole lot of experts on baking a cake. So uh, it gets into, uh, as a guideline, it gets into, is this site appropriate? And I think if we can get and review sites, if we can get the sites in our own minds to understand what the rating guidelines are, I think that we could actually improve our site for usability, and I think that it would have a positive impact on ranking. I think so, too. And you know what's interesting? There was actually a study out um, a little while ago, and the study showed that 65% of people, or at least participants in the study, believe web content as unreliable or untrustworthy. So, I mean, there definitely is a perception, or there has been, about, yeah, is this page something that I can trust? Is it this person, do they know what they're talking about? Is this a, a product that's worthwhile? And I think some of these things are going to be really helpful in the things that they're looking for. I haven't had a chance to read through the whole uh, leaked document either, but um, I was looking at a summary, and one of the things that I was reading was talking about how um, the page layout and ads, a lot of ads on the page, how that could be a quality issue, which we know that there's a penalty related to that, but I thought that was really interesting that these quality raters are to look for that too. Yeah, so, and um, what about pop-ups? I heard that pop-ups are one of the things that would suggest that somebody's not authoritative. Well, it, it, it certainly does interrupt the, the process of absorbing knowledge. Um, and when you think of what I think Google wants, they want to be able to give an expert response to a query. And if it looks like what you're trying to do is uh, interrupt or, or intercept or hold or, you know, dominate the user instead of focusing on answering the question, I think that's where we start seeing a lot of the problem. So it's uh, causing some, or it should cause some webmasters to rethink, you know, if there are disruptive or distracting elements of your design um, or website. Um, Like, what about, you know, how if you go to search engine land, like, instead of like a pop-up, like mid-experience of your page, like, it's the thing that comes up before you can actually see the page. I wonder if that's going to be something that they might revisit having. I think that those are going to probably go away. I think that Google is going to want to get to the content quicker. Uh, I don't think they're going to want to throw up ads and interstitials and anything else that uh, would be what was done five years ago. I mean, I think that the web has evolved past that. I think that Google is not particularly interested in websites selling um, at that level. I think they're interested in um, causing the... Because they only care about the searcher. They don't care about the website. They want to improve the searcher's experience. 
and anything a searcher does not like, they want to get rid of. Certainly as, like, you know, as a web browser, like as the person traversing the web, it's kind of annoying, but gee, leave it to Google to, like, you know, impose their rules on everybody. I mean, it's up to that website if they want to, you know, throw up some advertising and let you know about some, you know, sign up for our newsletter if you like what what's here. I mean, I don't know. It's I'm weighing, like, you know, what... What Google thinks is best versus what a business should be allowed to do, but luckily it's only one factor of many that kind of um, are considered in terms of the authority of a website. You know what's interesting? I don't know if you saw this part of the supplementary content because that was something that was really emphasized. Well, at least in the summary, like I said, I haven't read through the whole thing yet. But um, just talking about now, raters are to even look at the supplementary content and is that high quality. You know, what other things are being suggested on that page, you know, videos, um, additional content posts. And I, what, made, what came to mind when I was even reading that is even some of our methodologies when we talk about silos and you want to have themes and you want to have more content on your website. You don't want to just only mention something once on one page. If that's truly what you're about, you would have other articles, you would have videos, you would have images, and they should all be high quality. So I thought that was intriguing, too, that that was specifically mentioned and emphasized in the guidelines, too. Yeah, all the engagement objects should be there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it also said that the pages that you link to, as, as you mentioned, as supplemental content, the pages you link to should also be high quality. Right. So it, it isn't just one page anymore. It, it looks like quality is measured by depth of theme and, and where it goes. All right. So it sounds like in order to be seen as an expert, you actually have to be one. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time for another quick break, but stay right there. We'll be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. As a business owner, you labor for the love of it, and you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security. And keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGED to get managed WordPress for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy and... Your host, Bruce Clay, Virginia Nessie, and Mindy Weinstein. Let's talk about authorship photos. That's a shakeup to the search engine results page. What we found was that uh, the results in the Google results, the first result from a website that had an author tag on it, the author's image would be pulled from Google+, their profile, and it would appear on the left-hand side of the page. Google... Uh, just a few days ago from this date, uh, actually decided to come out and remove all of those images. Uh, They removed two things. They removed the image itself of the author, and then they removed the number of followers that author had. So in our particular case, it might just say, by Virginia Nussie, or by Bruce Clay, or by Mindy. And by of the individual without the image. The initial take was that, you know, maybe it was for bandwidth or maybe it was, you know, just there and, and it was distracting. It wasn't a, a sign necessarily that you're an authority. Um, but the statistics that I've seen imply that as soon as the images went away from the organic result, that the frequency of people clicking on pay-per-click went up. So it may very well have been that by putting the images in the organic area that it was actually taking money away from Google. That's actually what I was going to bring up and ask you, because I know there have been so many, there's already been so many articles on it in different takes. I mean, there was one posted by Larry uh, Larry Kim, and he was talking about proof that the click-through rate on his ads went up when his author photos disappeared. I mean, it's hard to have an opinion on that. I mean, but we do know that Google is in the business of making money. So, I mean, I think that theory does, you know, hold some weight to it. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Bruce? Do you have an opinion yet? I actually believe that um, it wasn't for performance. I think it was, uh, let's back up. Periodically, over time, the images would disappear. I noticed that sometimes they're there and sometimes they're not. When they're not, um, 
the individual entries are much harder to recognize. I don't know if when that happened, Google was actually sampling within the same keywords whether or not there were more pay-per-click clicks. But the fact that they permanently removed them and that there is anecdotal evidence that it did increase the number of ad clicks, I think that it would only make sense that it was something that was good business for Google. I do know that if you have a video on your page and you connect it correctly, the video image still shows up in the search results. Um, and if we couple that with, you know, you want to have expertise and you want to be uh, an authority, I, I think that the byline by the author name uh, coupled with some of the more engaging things that you could add to your page, like video, could still get you that increased click-through rate. And I'm not here to say that Google did it to increase pay-per-click clicks. Uh, it just happened to be sort of a byproduct, perhaps. But, um, you know, Google's been playing around with the format of the search result page for a very long time. You know, years and years and years. It's been a long time since it's been 10 blue links. Yeah, 10 blue links was forever ago. Um, so at this level, I think that what we're dealing with is maybe it was just another change. Uh, they just recently changed the the pixels and the font size and font. And so maybe it was just time for another change. And one of the things I read, too, that it could just be part of, um, there's another article I read about Google just taking it to the next step with author authority, um, which will be interesting to see how things play out. But, I mean, certainly it does make sense from the standpoint of the mobile experience. We do know that mobile users are just going up, and all the research shows that it's likely to outperform desktop. So, I mean, the fact that they are changing up the search results page um, seems normal and seems within reason, too. There's sure. just, as with anything with SEO, there's always so much controversy, so it's always fun <laughs> reading all the articles and people's opinions. And that's exactly the kind of thing we love talking about here on SEM Synergy. We hope that you will join us again because, um, oh, I mean, because if SEM, like, SEO is kind of like what you do and what your head is always in, that's exactly what we do. And so it's fun to talk about it. Um, except that leads me to um, one last interesting story. Uh, did you ever think Matt Cutts would take a break from SEO? I knew Matt Cutts would take a break from SEO. I mean, uh, it's interesting that he's been there since the very beginning of Google, and uh, I don't remember him taking quite this much time before. I, I remember him taking a month. I think he went to climb the Himalayas or something and was gone for a month or so. Um, and But this time he's basically on a sabbatical. He's gone for three months or maybe a little longer, and uh, that's really kind of cool to be able to do that. He said after 15 years he owed it to his wife. Um, I would bet that's true. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, one thing... One thing, if we have more time, I mean, I love that he even put on his blog that they're going to, they're taking it ballroom dancing. I mean, I think the fact that he's stepping out for a little bit and discovering life outside of search is, is a great thing. And so, Bruce, I don't know if you remember, but a few years back, 
Um, it was one of my first SMX conferences. I remember talking with you and another a group of of SEO heavy hitters, I guess you'd call them, and we were at the After Dark. And I still remember I made a comment that, well, there's life outside of SEO, and oh my goodness, the looks I got. <laughs> and I think even your response was, no, there's not. So just have to tease you about that one. But I think it's great that um, Matt is taking a break and, and seeing what else is out there for a little bit with his wife. Well, in the early <laughs> days of SEO, there wasn't really a whole lot of time to take a break. I think that we're finding that as it becomes uh, more mature as an industry and, and you become better at, I think, doing it, uh, you really do have to go back to understanding that there is life somewhere out there. That was awesome. It's really good to be back. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.